1968, nobody's getting bread. Not even the band Bread. So who bought all those shirts? <laughs> Where do you get the record that shirt company, money, The record dude? company owns that shirt. <laughs> really? You that know sucks. That sucks. I hope he That's got paid, man. I mean, we, we I mean, think... He, he did okay, I'm sure. Well, wow, I'm not that sure. What do you think his split was with fucking... Uh, 62%. <laughs> yeah, you think he's getting 50? You think uh, it's 50, 25, 25? Well, you know, it is the Jimi Hendrix experience and the, the math that comes into that. That's a good point. It's not the these three guys experience. It's <laughs> not how it goes. <laughs> Which they proposed in one of their practices. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, we're thinking about maybe a, these three guys experience because we're all like, in how about it together. Just the experience. How about the experience? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, that sounds terrible. I don't like the way it rolls off the tongue. I don't think you're hearing me. <laughs> uh, I heard you. I heard it. Now I'm being Crosby. What do, you, what do you feel about that? Suppose you have Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> you cut all that. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good, Jared. How you doing, I'm man? I'm pretty good. I got to work on my Jimi Hendrix uh, impression. I think you. Jimmy- I got plenty of chances this episode, but I think you got a good Jimmy. Finally, in line between <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, Bootsy Collins, and Bing Crosby. Their Bootsy was creeping in there, but you know what? Maybe uh, Bootsy sounds a lot like Jimmy, though. Yeah, I think I think Bootsy probably looks up to Jimmy. I mean, how could you not? Guaranteed. Well, not really. Bootsy's pretty tall. Yeah, and Jimmy was not. I saw his pants at the dude. EMP, dude. <laughs> that does not seem right. <laughs> They're tiny. It's like if Prince was like, can we take these in a little? Yeah, They're kind of loose on me. Yeah, that's what's nuts. We wore them one time. And we tipped our hand. We're doing second albums. We are. We're hitting it second albums again. And we're bringing this time Jimi Hendrix experience. Axis Bold is love. Yeah. Is that a good way to say it? That's great. Try that again? I think you did it perfectly. The Jimi Hendrix Experience. Axis. Bold as love. I think you're going to enjoy it. I stank corrected. That was way better. Was that better? Yeah. All right. I'll put some stank on it. There you go. Was, yeah. Was that stank? By the way, stank. I, I always think that's stank. That's stank. All right. Good. Any more, any more right. stank in it would was, was stink, so <laughs> don't. Yeah. But in our ever-going journey through the great second albums of the universe... On this psychedelic voyage, as Jimmy would put it, very psychedelic album. Like yeah, this for is sure. peak psych. It's nineteen sixty-eight. Mad psychedelia. Well, yeah, I got, I got. It came out December nineteen sixty-seven, December first, nineteen sixty-seven. But you're knocking on nineteen sixty-eight, so people are probably I get it. listening. I to was it born in December of seventy-five, but really, when I have to do the math, I just got to think seventy-six. Yeah, that's sad. This made me sad. <laughs> Time is sad. But I feel like I'm seeing a little bit more of you. Yeah, really? You know? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm thinking I want to see more of you, too. Just ask the axis. Yeah. What are we going to do? Uh, well, I guess it won't be a big deal because by the time this comes out, I'll be well into traveling. Yeah. How many do we have? How many? What did we just listen to? We just listened to Desire by Pharaoh Monch was our last album. Right. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to listen to that shit when I'm traveling, too. <laughs> That's good. That's it's good sticky. road music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You called this one just a couple of days ago. Which, yeah. No problem, because, you know. Well, we were. I'm up on my Jimmy. I Originally, I'm man. I'm up on Jimmy's Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe, um, uh, you know, uh, like an Etta James or, you know, Billy Holiday, something like that. But on the little bit of research I've been doing for that, they're putting back then they're putting out singles a lot, so there a wasn't a definitive. And, yeah, and, so becoming like collections of singles, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think I think if we go back far enough, um, we're gonna run into that almost exclusively. Well, this is the furthest back we've gone so far. Yeah, this is sixty-seven. I mean, by a couple decades. Yeah, enough to where like stereo was kind of like a new thing, and man. Listening to this album with headphones on was a fucking treat. <laughs> so th- I listened to it uh, a bunch this week uh-huh. and mostly off, you know, in the air on a stereo system. Okay. Hi-fi. Yeah, yeah. To use the parlance of our time. <laughs> of the time this record was made. <laughs> of, of the time. Yeah. And uh, and then did a, a few spins with headphones, man. And you're absolutely right. There's the panning that happens in this. And it's something that uh, Jimmy... 
and and probably Mitch too, maybe. Right. Well, yeah. this no. record had its own dedicated mono and stereo mixes that were like totally different. That's what they used to yeah. do back then. It was like mixed. Wait, the mono. I don't know. I've never listened to the mono version of this. I don't know if it's hard to get a hold of or what. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, st- stereo was new. It wasn't all gold. Like they're experimenting. They're throwing stuff against the wall. And there's mm-hmm. a, there's a little overzealous uh, flange going on in a few places. And creating a sound man. but it Soundscape. was brand new who could blame them they had yeah. this new shiny toy yeah for sure and you gotta play with it but their manager slash record producer Chaz Chandler the old bass player from the animals I, though a musician and the talented guy in general I'm not sure he's like the greatest producer of all time okay <laughs> well make sure you point out some parts that stick yeah there's just it's just uneven I would say and he's lucky he was dealing with Jimi Hendrix, who can just shine through all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I, I kind of, and we'll see if they if they line up or whatnot, but I kind of appreciate the raw recording of this. Um, they're having fun with the channel. Mm-hmm. Switching right ear, left ear, whole bunch, things passing through, uh, passing through your, your soundscape. Um but, you know, like listening to the drum sound specifically on a few tracks, but the drum sound is, is loud, loud, man. It's They're, loud. It's like live. the loudest drums, like since Ginger Baker, maybe, it was, it was that loud. Yeah. But you're yeah. playing with Jimi Hendrix and the drums are loud? They, like, they're louder than guitar at some points. This, I'm going to throw this out here. <laughs> this is a question for okay. discussion, now and forever. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Cats at the Winter Garden Theater. <clears throat> um, is this the best three-piece band? Oh, wow. Question mark? Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, I would say no, though. <gasps> I would say no. Okay. Because I, now I, think, we're talking, dude. I think Band of Gypsies was even better. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Band hmm. of Gypsies might be the best trio. Maybe one of the only answers you could have to this. <laughs> well played, yeah, sir. Yeah. I mean, don't you think, though, that, like, they just laid up in the cut a little tighter. That's it's, it's too much for me to yeah. compute right now. Had to ditch the white boys and get know. some soul. God damn, that's a good band. They but, don't know, but you know what? They don't know. Okay, <laughs> okay. We talk. Should we talk about backup singing now or wait till after? <laughs> Let's address that as it yeah, comes because yeah, right. there's we'll some. Roll yeah, that out. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, and it, this is actually. I mean. Oh, it's perfect because I've got the sides marked out. So we'll take a little break when we flip the record and we'll see what was popping at the moment. Yeah, beautiful. At the time. Uh, bass, Noel Redding. And uh, drums, Mitch Mitchell. Where'd you get that name? Is he, is he a third? I don't know. <laughs> Mitch Mitchell. It's official. This was number... Well, isn't Mitch... Okay, so isn't I think Mitch that's his nickname, short, okay, right? But isn't... Mitch short for Mitchell? Yeah, it's like Ricky Richards or something. Oh, yeah, be Mitch- I'm just putting this together. Dick Richards. <laughs> Mitchell Mitchell? Yeah. Mitchell Mitch. Oh, wow. That is a pretty good number, doing number three in the U.S. on your second album, I would say. Like, yeah. he, the first album must have done all right. It did. Okay. And recorded in the same year, obviously earlier that year. Yeah, that had the Hey Joes and the whatnots on it. Mm. Yes. <laughs> we did. We did this. <laughs> The he's and the Joes and the what do you knows? Uh, random Cosby out of nowhere. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize. I heard. I heard that he's enjoying jail. Hey, fucker. What? Yeah. What is? What? It's just a beautiful experience every day. I get to share the world with the three hundred of my closest friends in the showers and. Shut up, pull up your pants, okay? When that was my day, we I'm pulled our pants up. up. Excuse me? Nothing. <laughs> Tell me about fucking playing football again. You know I went to Temple, right? <laughs> I'm over here, Bill. And scene. <laughs> oh, we haven't Someone done put the <laughs> potatoes on my tray. I can't see my tray when I'm standing over with right. I gotta get more potatoes. I, th- I forgot that he's losing his sight. That may make it fun of him. Old blind rapist. Uh, anyway... Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, that is Man, a tough segue. That, uh, sorry, there, dude. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It, you know, some, it had to come out eventually. That felt cathartic. 
Been holding, you know been holding in so much cause lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hurting me inside. <sighs> right, he he hurts you all over. He man. does. Would do the sec, do the band of gypsies get to make a second album? Because would that would we be able to do that on a technicality if that was the band of gypsies so. second album? And you know what, Jared, I'm, I'm they're they're I don't think I like them more than the experience. Oh, yeah. Okay, well you got some explaining to do later on this album, but let's start off with the first track, EXP, which well, that sounds pleasant enough. I wonder right? where this is going to go. And gentlemen, oh. welcome to radio station EXP. Tonight we are featuring an interview with a very peculiar-looking gentleman. I'd say this might be the first rap skit. And the dodgy subject of are there or are there not flying saucers or UFOs. Uh, please, Mr. Crusoe, could you give us your regarded opinion on this nonsense about spaceships uh, and even space people? Ooh. Thank you. As you all know, you just can't believe everything you see in here, can you? Now, if you will excuse me, I must... People were doing drugs, like a lot of hallucinogens back then. Sure. But this is, this is, uh, you have no idea, this is the first time you're hearing this album, you have no idea where we're going. Yeah, and now you hear, it's now a Cheech and Chong sketch. By this point, Jimmy had already played Monterey. Mm-hmm. That was his big, big day, wasn't it? Yeah. So he set his shit on fire and yeah. smashed it up. So you know he's wild. <laughs> you look, you wonder what's coming next. Okay. And then he hits you with this. Yeah. Definitely aware of his, of his stardom. They're crushing it. Mm-hmm. Probably best three piece in the world. <laughs> back to that. This is this is the trying stereo out. They're like, check out what we can do. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. We talked about aliens. <laughs> let let's just let this roll. That's what I'm saying. That's what it's Chad's the, talking about. You let's drop the needle and the mushrooms or the LSD starts starts really coming up and then you drop the needle on this. Forget that. Don't don't do that. Give yourself a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Sec- it's long. Yeah, yeah. It's long. On repeated listens. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be tempted to push the skip button on that, but it's an introduction. That wah-wah coming around. just hook you right there. And he starts with playing with brushes. That's nice. The bass line's taking a walk. I can dig yeah. it. All of these guys have a real uh, have real opportunities on this album to just fucking throw it out there. That's a great part about three piece. Yeah. But I I did read that this song is about being a, an alien returning to Earth and Really? Shit has changed like since the last time you were there and that humans are screwing it all up. Like it used to be a nice neighborhood and you go back and you go visit somewhere and you're like, oh, this place went to hell. (laughs) Dude, that has to be a common dynamic, even into intergalactic fucking travel. Right, you've been to Earth? Oh, yeah. It's been 300 years. Oh, it's a shithole now, though. It it was cool a million years ago. Now it's just fucking... Thunder lizards. Fucking shaven apes have ruined it. I think that's what Jimmy was getting at. Along with his wah-wah pedal. Yeah, man, that wah-wah's really taking me somewhere, man. (laughs) Hey, is that too much wah-wah? No. (laughs) It's hard to know from our standpoint. It's like, this is kind of of a silly song, but... uh, I don't think it had happened before this. Like we've heard so many bad takes on this, basically. On this, like, there's been so much bad blues between 1968. And, okay, that's 50 years, right? Yeah. That was based on this, but never came close. I mean, because look. But when I hear this, it sounds antiquated and kind of like, yeah, yeah. I think oh. I put the perspective of having to be there when the first time it actually came out. To appreciate this song? Just, I think it would be more mind-blowing. If you were there. Yeah, were there at, the, at the time. time I, I think, uh, about yeah, I experienced too much of the then and now. Yeah, okay. It's just like, eh, okay. it's just kind of like, okay. I, I like this as, uh, I'm going to consider this the first song because uh, it's yeah. just, you know, intro, first song. This is nice. Feels like it goes on a little bit longer, but I like that it comes off of um, off of that psychedelia. 
it just pops into this nice happy group. It is a, pop, a little oh, popping over. I think Chaz, he understood pop music. Dude, and he'd he just steer him that way. Yeah, and, and th- these guys just went two directions. One to the other, boom. Just smashed them up, you know. <laughs> I think no Jimmy idea. wanted pop hits too, though. I don't I, Oh, for sure, I'm not saying man. he did. Yeah, he, well, all that shirt money he made off the first <laughs> album. Are you kidding me? Yeah, just the wild silk shirts all the time. Yeah, blouses. Um, yeah, that's an okay opener. I don't know. It's a weird choice. There's so many. I mean, but there's so many good songs on this album. That I don't. Yes, I think it just pales in comparison to those wonderful, wonderful tracks. Well, now he starts dropping some serious guitar riffs. Yeah, dude, the Spanish Castle Magic. You know about the Spanish Castle, right? No, tell me. You don't know about the Spanish Castle, no, Chris? A, this is a place is... in California? No. It's got a bad foundation? This is a nightclub. Jimmy used to play. Actually, all the bands would come and play this nightclub. The Whalers, the the, the Kingstons, and the, the you know of that era. The, yeah, the, yeah. The decent enough bands would come and play the Spanish Castle. Okay. Spanish Castle was built outside of Seattle City Limits to... Uh, get out of uh, the really stringent nightclub laws at the time. That makes sense. So they built it in Des Moines, or what would later be known as Des Moines. Get the fuck out of here. What are you Highway me? 99. What are you telling me? The Spanish Castle, which this song is written about. Why, haven't, why should we go there? You want to go there tonight? We can't because it's the Shell Station on 99 now. Oh. <laughs> right behind the Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. But that's where it was. No shit. It's up the street from that's this amazing, very dude. point that we're sitting. Oh, fuck. We could walk there right now. No. I mean, it's uphill yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, I'm, the older I get, the more I'm like, <laughs> fuck that hill. It's not getting easier, dude. No. We'll have someone drop us off and we'll walk home from her. That's, I'm totally down with that. Yeah. Because I'm actually, can, it's, it's after <laughs> I dark. Can, I, can I'm, use, I can use some food or something. It's after dark. I'm scared to go to that shell station, actually. I don't fuck with that one. Yeah. Is it yeah. sketchy? Yeah. It's a prostitution area. Probably left over from the nightclub days. Yeah, what was I mean, there's an echo right there. <laughs> Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> but plays the hell out of his guitar. This is right there. Big riff in your face. We're gonna travel by now dragonfly. That's, that's almost like uh, uh, cashmere. Mm. Cashmere. That's, is that, that's a yeah, cashmere. the Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, just, uh, just that, um, which I think came out after this song. Be close. I'm sh- yeah, be close. They they were uh, right around the same time. He's, uh, the reason in the first verse when he talks about uh, takes about a half a day to get there, that's a bit of an inside joke. Because when they would go play the Spanish castles, their bass player's car was so bad it would break down every block and a half. <laughs> so it's very far away. You know, back in the yeah, 50s yeah, or whatever, Des Moines, it was nothing. Fuck yeah. Takes about a half a day to get there. It's a little tongue in cheek, but uh, sick drive. Still a sick drive, but <laughs> yeah, right. It was probably a lot more natural beauty in those days. So you're saying Noel's car didn't work so well? Well, not. I don't. I think this is, is pre. This, I think this is like uh, pre-experience. Okay. When he was just a Seattle youth. Got it. A youth. All right. He, it's not the three of these guys driving down there. No. Okay. I'm painting a picture. Some Noel. He ain't got no. He ain't got no car. He don't got. He's got barely shirt money. He doesn't have car money. Yeah, he's not shirt rich. But I give it up to Noel. He got bass lines. He wears his bass at the appropriate height <laughs> for a rock album. Right. AKA Bob Dylan's grandmother. <laughs> Wait, Jimmy would introduce him like the, the Winterland bootleg. With Bob Dylan's grandma over here on the bass. A little bit of oh. Spanish. I like this. I like this. A little bit of. I see a little Anthony Kiedis gets his Anthony. Uh, the Chili Peppers have covered two songs on this album. Yeah. I know. I they might have covered this song too. 
They like this album. They covered a number of fucking Hendrix they tunes. Co- yeah, Fire. But they from this album, I know they did... Uh, I feel like they did this one. Uh, Castles Made of Sand and Little Miss Lover, I know for sure. Oh. Uh, Little Miss Lover. We got, yeah, I'll wait till we get to Little that Miss, one. Little Miss Lover? <laughs> Little Miss Lover in the house. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's the guitar. There's there's the rock and roll. At the Spanish Castle. Number four. Anything else you want to weigh in on the Spanish Castle magic? Besides it being actually magical? Uh, no, I, I, I feel like I got a really good education on that one, man. Thank you. Yeah, we'll go burn some incense at the, at the Shell Station later. Uh, wait until tomorrow. Apparently. Oh. Look at that. That's... That's like what the Doobie Brothers would do like five years later. Well, I'm standing here freezing. So good. No one will ever accuse him of being like a great singer, but it's perfect. Exactly. It can't be understated, his interplay between fucking singing and playing guitar. (laughs) Yeah, it's ridiculous. He does enough. Does enough. <laughs> now this is where the backup start hurt. I still like it. I think I think there's room to improve, honestly. But listen to that. It was Tom's dude. Oh my gosh. They recorded that in like a hallway or something. Right. Well Chaz, the producer, was a bass player. So he you know he's gonna be showing love to the rhythm section. Yeah. Now this thing's recorded at uh, Olympic. Olympic in, Studios in London. in London. Yeah, in London Town. That's where he had to. He had to go to London to get over, man. Yeah, crazy. British had to tell us he was good. Bunch of albums got recorded over there. Quincy Jones been over there. Another Seattle. Pink Floyd's been over Another there. Garfield Gabriel. graduate. You know yeah, that? yeah. Mess of people been in that studio. Get some slice stone out of that. Get some what? Get some slice stone out of that. You can see where it's coming from now. Click bang, what a hang. Yeah, he's painting a picture of getting shot by his girlfriend's dad because they're about to run off and start their life together. Yeah, but I don't think she was that makes it sound like this. So what I'm getting from this is instead of singing about, hey, I'm the man, (laughs) he's like, this girl who I really like keeps shining me on. I became a nuisance and I got shot. I got shot by the dad. Speaking as a father, no, I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Now that you put it that way. Such good drums. Gonna have to wait until tomorrow because I've been shot. Yeah. Called the police. Rough. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta break up, Jimmy. You gotta <laughs> fucking let that one go, my friend. You should have known way sooner. Yeah. Ain't no telling. Lammy bar action. Right. It's got that same jump groove. He would later perfect in the uh, Band of Gypsies. Uh, I love that change right there. There's a good little stagger up right there. With the sunrise, sunrise, just a couple bars of uh, waltz in there. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three, one, two, three. You'd think this would be a, one of their live staples. I don't know. It's not got to be. It's booty moving. <laughs> booty moving. Try yeah. to sit still if this thing's blasting. I think um, more than seeing anybody alive or dead in concert, I'd like to have seen Jimi Hendrix. There was no chance, obviously. He died what, 72 or 70. Right. 70. Couldn't even go as a fetus. How old was he? 27, man. Crazy. Right? 27. 
like the, the rest of them. This is his catalog, man, and it's just <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, he's the one that's got to die when it's time for him to die. Yeah, that, that's an okay. Hey, man. The outro. He's always got the crazy outros with the. Or just drop an ad lib on the end. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I hear some of Prince and the Revolution in that. For I mean, sure. That's, I mean, Prince, we all know. Prince was feeling this. But who couldn't feel Little Wayne, dude? Oh, we just we just going into this? You got something to say about the other one? No, but I feel like <laughs> I think I feel like we should warn people about going into Little Wing. Oh yeah, yeah. This song's been done a bunch. It's an awesome song to jam on. I think every band or anybody <laughs> who's getting together just play music. You want to come over and play some music? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a good sixty percent chance Little Wing might come out. Little Wing might come out. <laughs> and I, as far as playing drums, I love playing drums with this song, and it's all about that. Intro. Yeah, a lot of great tom fills and. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. Something like that. And the was that Glockenspiel? What is that? (laughs) I like it. Song that launched a thousand Frusciantes. under the bridge. Well, she's walking. Put a little bit of reverb on those drums and just let them air out. There's actually a, a couple just awesome ballads on this album. Yeah. Just some of the best ones, actually. Man, they could bring it down. Mm-hmm. Just let's bring the room down a little bit. <laughs> We know you're getting your mind blown. Understand. <laughs> We're just, you know, six songs in. When I'm sad, she comes to me with a <laughs> No idea what this song is about. And I know all the lyrics, but I just still don't know what it's about. <laughs> Love the song structure. It's short and sweet. Yeah. What's your feelings on the uh, Steve Ray Vaughan version? It's uh, excellent. It, Instrumental. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think it's about the best version you can do uh, covering this song. I think the production is really nice on this song too, where sometimes it gets a little noisy on this album. Yeah. They really dial it in on most of these ballads. They're just pretty gorgeous. Yeah, they, they leave a lot of air in the recording for the ballads. And the most glockenspiel. She's going to town on it back there. Oh, who's playing the glock, you think? I don't know. I guess it would be Mitch. It's a percussion instrument. Did they Instrument. <laughs> instrument. <laughs> instrument of destruction. I mean, percussion. Did the three of them do all of the backup singing? I believe so. I think, uh, as far as anybody ever told me, that's the that's Nolan Mitch doing the... Think a better way to tell tomorrow. <laughs> Let's try it falsetto. That's yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's just a gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful song that will probably be playing hundreds of years after we're dead and gone. It's timeless. They probably just did a rendition of that up in heaven with Franklin on bass and Franklin <laughs> on bass, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Back in Jimmy on guitar. Of course. And uh, Phil Collins on the drums, man. <laughs> he just passed away. Breaking news. You're going to feel stupid in like two, three weeks when this actually airs. Oh, he's I, I hope he's still alive. I like Phil. Hang around, Phil. Stay around, Phil. If you're listening to this, stay around. We love Please. you, buddy. Please. Second album. Nope. Yeah, for consideration there, Phil. Yeah. Hey, what is it? No Jacket? No, No Jacket's probably the first one. No, 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 no. But No Jacket's like three or four. What? <laughs> Maybe it's. it could be two. But I feel like it's not. I don't know. We'll do some research because it really okay. doesn't matter because it's going to be dope. <laughs> Jess, you want to talk about some good drums? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. But listen. But hey, man. Listen. Hey, listen, hey, listen, down a little bit. Listen, Bob, let me tell you something. 
Yeah. Phil Collins is a good man. <laughs> if the six turned out to be nine. Oh, dude. Ah, this is like. You want to have a song to strut to? It's my first favorite Jimi Hendrix song. When he drops the beat, it's it's funk. It's so funky for '68. Is that like a tube screamer on his guitar? Who knows? You just plug it in, turn everything up all the way. Great drum sound on this song. <laughs> yeah, it was one of my favorites too, and uh, pretty. Uh, wait, no, pretty. Uh, I think this one would have. I I didn't have to be there to have this song blow my mind. This song was still blowing minds in '93 or '92 when I first heard Absolutely. it. Continue to blow minds. All the hippies cut their hair. Hard stop. White collar conservative flashing down oh, the street. Maybe it's my confidence in me. Maybe it's my self-respect building. Maybe I don't have to listen to all those negative things that I've heard. Let's free, free flag fly, resolve myself against the world, <laughs> and it's okay. I'll never be Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> so positive. It's such a good positive song. Watch things crumble around you. Hey, yeah. like steal yourself against it. Fall mountains. Yeah, Just don't fall on me. Dig. <laughs> Man, dude, nobody. No, no, I don't know anybody who can just say dig and you and you don't at least some fraction of you go like, no, nah, I don't know if I got to dig. <laughs> I don't know if I got to dig. <laughs> don't tell me what to dig. I dig my own trip, brother. <laughs> no, I dig most definitely. It's in my painting from from uh, my senior year art class. Gene Simmons. Yeah, on the moon. It's it's nine nine nine. Wait, you put 999 up up on your... Oh, yeah, yeah. On the, on the moon. We thought those were three apostrophes. <laughs> <laughs> like, moon? <laughs> moon? Oh, I like that, too. See? That's why everything's open to interpretation. Uh, I love the raps in the middle, man. Oh, uh, no, you can't, you can't wear a blouse. One of the only times speeding up the drum fill and the drum pattern is fun and works. Because this comes out into that roll. After this, every time it happens in any kind of drum battle or, or drum it's no clinic, good. it's just like, that. <laughs> only two-thirds away. Is he chewing a lifesaver? I'm the one who's got to die when it's time for me to die. Oh, yeah, what's he doing? He's so like pulling up from Sapoonani just to sing those lyrics. <laughs> I got an idea of how to record 69. Being in 69. Get it? Dig. 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 Just fucking this guy. Dig, dig it. Chat, see if you can record this. Gross. Roll behind the music. Disgusting. Disgusting. All right, we're going to have to wash this studio because the Yardbirds are coming in next week. <laughs> Which they did. Clear the way for Jimmy Page. Hey, we heard uh, J- uh, Jimmy was uh, doing that when he recorded 6 9 uh, Eric's got an idea. <laughs> I told you I don't want to suck nothing. Come on, do it for the song. That's why he left. That's why he left. That's why he went solo. He's like, fuck that. Fuck, you're dropping behind-the-scenes jewels today. Yeah. Oh, this is... That's Jimi Hendrix on the recorder. Oh, is it? Yeah. Which he had no idea how to play, but he thought he did a sufficient job. And I'm just here to say, yeah, you did. 
Yeah. You kind of want to, it, it's got that falling apart. The, listen, the drums already did the speed up pattern. Right. So it's the game only on. move you have is to let the song fall apart kind of at the end. Get all mingus about it yeah. on the recorder. And no one's just... <laughs> He's just like looking around, like I'm right, uh, mining the stop. store here. Yep. <laughs> <Exactly>. Holding <laughs> it down. I'll just keep on. Keep rave on, on. <laughs> rave on. They're having fun. I wish I had some of that. <laughs> fucking guys went into the bathroom, and next thing you know, we're jamming on this for an hour. Okay, look at that. Mine. Get invited. Get Bob Dylan's grandmother. <laughs> Jimmy's got all that. Look, where'd you get that T-shirt, Jimmy? <laughs> I know you're getting sixty percent. You want to talk about the album cover? Is this a good time to talk? This about is the album? because we are exactly in the middle of this album. That was side A. Dig. Tell me about this album cover. Well, you've seen it. Yeah, all seen it, right? Pretty famous it's album cover, I'd say. Jimmy in the middle with all of the Hindu gods, or a bunch of the Hindu gods. Yeah, some cobras and some, some, some cobras. Good stuff. Sun, beautiful colors. It's like a like a, um, you know, Hindu painting ish. It's a lot of hair. So picture because of this cover. Um, yeah, it's the three of them. Three three of them kind of doing the Charlie's Angels with the guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's holding up a gun? The guy's got a walkie-talkie. This guy's like, "What do you want from me?" <laughs> this cat face cop's like, "What do you want from me?" <laughs> cobras all looming over the top and shit. Um, a great use of pink and yellow. Right. Because of the album cover, this album is banned in Malaysia because Malaysia doesn't oh, like... They're the... taking offense to this. Yeah. Mocking their gods. That's right. So he's like the Marilyn Manson of Malaysia right now. They said if he did it with another album, they would unban it. We got nothing against Jimmy. We just can't have that cover here. Different. Yeah, change the cover. <laughs> Which I kind of thought was also a good take. It wasn't like... We're so offended. We need you dead. <laughs> no fatwa, I call you. I want Mitch Mitchell dead. <laughs> <laughs> Good a time as any, Chris, to take a look at the Billboard Top Ten album charts for the week of December first. Who's on it? Well, is the first. The what? band that we're actually doing the episode about is actually on the chart, the album chart. This is unique, man. Yeah, number ten was the album before this. Are you experienced? By the experience. Crushing it. Your second album. You record, yeah. you release your second album, and your first one, one is still on the 10. chart. Oh, my. Come on. Come on now. Back off a little bit. <laughs> okay, the we got f- it, Jimmy. We got <laughs> we it. We see you. Number nine is the four tops, though. What? Hey. Right? Number eight, Dr. Zhivago soundtrack, because, you know, people are weird no matter what the time or decade. So what are you going to do? That was their uh, Stars Born. I don't know. Bee Gees' <laughs> first album, number seven. Okay. What was that? What do you think was on that? That's like... Uh, Dancing Queen? You, no, that's ABBA. Uh, they stole it from the fucking okay. Bee Gees, dude. <laughs> this okay. is like old Bee Gees, right? Where they're like singing about mining disasters and shit like that. There's <laughs> <laughs> something happening to me. You know that song? No. Yeah, well, anyway. I, I hope maybe I do. I don't maybe. know. Vanilla Fudge, when's the last time you thought about those guys? They were number six. They're self-titled. The Doors. Everyone's just self-titled. The Doors with The Doors. It was big back then. Number five, Sgt. Peppers. Yeah, strong. The Beatles, number four. And that's on the way down. It already been hanging out at number one, and it's coming back down. Yeah, and there's there's a little bit of your, um, your taste of psychedelia. Mm. You know, it's all happening with comes out there and now strange days by the doors at number three that's even yeah it's psychedelia on top of your psychedelia with vanilla fudge yeah, on top what's the deal yeah <laughs> diana ross and the supremes at number two because yeah, that's just strong yeah that's just i'm that's, liking i'm liking the charts that week this is our, this I, is the I, best I charts think, uh, we've had in this um, I don't think any of that. Maybe Doctor Zhivago, but you know what? I'm judging. I haven't even listened to it. It could be dope. And you know what? If the, if we reflect these charts to bands that have a good second album, there's usually a fucking there's there's a stinker in every on there. yeah. And we're gonna but, get to that one on fucking Access Boldest Love. <laughs> we're gonna listen. To, we're gonna cover the Doctor Zhivago Access soundtrack. Bold ass love. <laughs> bold ass love. But number one, Chris, this is how great this chart is. Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited by the Monkees. My mom's favorite band. Mm. Strong. My mom thought they were better than the Beatles, and this chart proves her right. Yeah. There you go, Mom. 
Nice work. Love you. Crushed it in 1967. <laughs> that, yeah. That's how, a great, that's my favorite top 10 yet. About how, how old is your mom in 1967? In 1967. Um, going high school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she'd probably be like 14. Oh. 13 that's, or 14. Yeah, that's prime monkeys time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. She might have saw Jimi Hendrix because he used to open for the monkeys. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. Can you imagine? Taking your kid show. to see the monkeys. That's the show I want to go see. And then all of a sudden, Jimi Hendrix comes out. Time machine. Dude, if, if, if a fucking traveler, time traveler, <laughs> popped into this room right now, is like, we're, we're going to go back in time, and I'm going to take you guys to the monkeys and Jimi Hendrix opening up. Yeah, I'd be like, going. stop, wait, can we get my mom? I wouldn't even, yeah, I wouldn't even be like, oh, but can we see the dinosaurs first? I, I no. would just be like, yeah, good. Start we're on, always, done. yeah. Start on a high note. Dude, I just think about t-shirts you could get with like 10 bucks in your pocket like, i got like 10 bucks in my pocket now i'd be like a king back yeah. then I'd be buying tons of shirts right the be, last train to clarksville all the way to the station cash and checks cash and checks <laughs> it was pretty sweet vintage rock and roll t-shirt business going on in the present day do you know, want to know what's sad though huh. is from the hip i wouldn't be able to benefit from any of my future knowledge in 1967, as far as like who won the World Series, <laughs> and I'm going to put place a bet. I'm uh-huh. like, Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be flying by the seat of my pants, dude. <laughs> you'd have a general feel, though. I think you'd do all right. You'd have a pretty good lucky streak going. You're like, who do I put my money on that Ali fight? Uh. <laughs> no, I think I'd end up homeless. <laughs> I do. I think because the work and the, it's the okay. That's why money. you should believe the yeah. homeless people when they tell you they're from the future and. Uh, that they know things. I should have bet on Tyson. I should have bet on Tyson. <laughs> yeah, what? Why I wouldn't you bet on Tyson? Wow. You just explained that to me. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, this album opens up with aliens and some weird shit going on. That's true. And you got this cover with, uh, you know, how many people were, I guess a lot. Everyone in Malaysia? Fucking, yeah. <laughs> we're pissed off by this? Yeah. Everyone in Malaysia. All right, man. You got me floating starts off the second side and this is, a, is another little fun jaunty groove. I hope there's good backup vocals in this one. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. But see, he would do all this so much better later with the Band of Gypsies. Well, you got this is the less good version of Easy Rider. It's well said. I, I, see what, I see what you mean not to say this is bad, though. It's not. It's just amazing. It's great. You can't tap your foot. Actually, that's great. That's much better. Back and forth. It is. Yeah. I like his ad libs. No, yeah. But uh, he's got the best. Dig. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just throw. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would. I would play this to a rock and roll crowd tomorrow, and everyone in the room would feel this. Yeah. All right. We just start our Hendrix experience See, uh, we, covered. We band. think we think of him being uh, in hindsight and being so progressive, which absolutely. Yeah. But he's also got such a, um, a rich history of playing, you know, the broken down this kind of music, just that that straight, you know, pop and rock from back then. Yeah, I, I, did I years on the, the road with it, like uh, Little Richard. He's yeah. a Little Richard's band. I think the Isley Brothers had him for a while. Like he yeah. paid his, he can play it all. Yeah, and he's got that as a skeleton for the foundation of, of you know, going nuts over top of it. But yeah. every now and then, pops back into just that. Just God a nice groove, damn. that nice pop structure. How much did little Richard hate Jimi Hendrix for being so short? <laughs> for being so awesome and, and short people. Uh, I feel like there was probably jealousy issues going on there. I don't think that's why that lasted. I mean, little Re- Richard, in a way, I could see being jealous, but also I could see him uh, really liking the song, you know, <laughs> six was a nine, dude, and just being like, yeah, I get it. Uh, I yeah. told him to write yeah, that song. Not in his, not in his band. You don't, you don't out, outshine little Richard. No. That's why Jimmy had to go. Yeah. He was like, all right. I can see some tension coming. <laughs> Plus, uh, I'm going to try this solo thing. Don't find me some white boys. I'm out of here. Got him floating. I feel 
Uh, somebody did a cover of that too. There's so many people have done Jimi Hendrix covers. Now you probably, probably just about all of them. Yeah, I, any I good ones left? Yeah, I wouldn't bet against that. We'll cover EXP. Now the Chili Peppers covered this song, and it's fitting because John Frusciante owes like half of what he's got to Jimi Hendrix. Like I'd like to hear a, a million other guitar players that came after him, but he really kind of lets it. Where's it on his sleeve? Down the street, you can hear a scream, you're a disgrace. And she slams the door in his drunken face. And now he stands outside, and all the neighbors start to gossip and drool. Gossip and drool. Yeah. Oh, it's getting, it's getting juicy out in the streets right now. And the rhythm section here is, they're just hanging on beats. Yeah. It's just got that feel to it. And that little, little oompah break there. So castles made of sand fall in the sea eventually. I can't play that. I definitely can't play that and sing that over the top of it. <laughs> just a, this is like uh, just three little ironic stories that he tells. Yeah, yeah. This is like um, you know who uh, uh, guy from fucking third base, not third base, third eye blind. Nah, no, I miss it. The. Uh, Rappers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and fuck. not third base. Are they are they white? It's a song about the homeless guy. Oh god, yeah. Fucking know. it's worse than third base. It's Everlast. <laughs> Everlast, thank yeah. you. Thank you. He does he, he basically uh, takes this structure. Here's three little stories. The uh right. the it's what it's like. dummies. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well worn. This one ends a little differently than the others, though. You know, that's why he saved it for last. She could stop living, so she decided to die. Wait, what? <laughs> she drew a wheelchair to the edge of the shore and to her leg. She smiled, you won't hear me no more. But then a sight she never seen made her jump and say, Look, a golden winged ship is passing my way. Now, do you think he meant and literally just a... I think, I think, it, yeah, she's healed. Because it didn't even have to. It healed her. Yep. And so Castle... Didn't have to stop. I always thought since she jumped and her legs, maybe she wasn't paralyzed <laughs> she totally. Face down on the surf? No, she went over that cliff. She fucking sailed over the cliff. Oh. Yeah. So oh, man. Pushed away. Yeah. That was the fourth verse on that one. <laughs> and she cascaded down the side of a cliff and hit the rocks. She fell into a ditch. The ship just kept on sailing. And then the crabs ate a brain. <laughs> Yeah, well, editing is is where the magic happens, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why Chad does a really good <laughs> That's job. That's a very dark this. take on that. I, I always thought it just ended nice. No, I could see, I could see the miracle. I can see thing. it going either way. It's vague. But when you know, that's where he lost me. Is when she said <laughs> when he, he said she jumped. I was like, well, I don't know if that you know that was a miracle that happened or. You know, sailing is just that golden wing cool. ship. We don't even know that's aliens. It's just a golden wing ship. Ship. It could be. Could just be ornithopter, dude. Could be Thor and Odin going, you know, if flying around in a golden a road trip. Yeah, <laughs> the buddy trip. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, look at the paralyzed girl. <laughs> Let's buzz by her. We da. don't. We don't have to stop. Oh, come on, dad. <laughs> we'll just keep on going. <laughs> Oh, this is when this is what happens when you let the bass player sing. Yeah, and she's so fun. <laughs> Why did Jimmy turn down so low? Jimmy lets you fucking shine. I guess it's shining all over this album. Not so much on this song. <laughs> It's like it's like the backing vocals on Cream albums too are like never great. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of like I feel like Jimmy's like staring out the window when he's recording this one, or is like in the bathroom and he's just yeah. I think that's the burden that power trios have to bear. Is that they're all such great musicians that I don't think yeah. Stick to the dynamic. The singing. It, Jack Bruce was pro- Jack Bruce is pretty good. Getty Lee pretty good. But their backup vocal games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough. I don't think so. Yeah, real tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so. This could have been 
This is like brisket. This could have been anybody in London at that time. Yeah. Oh, look at that bass though. He's going to it. He's going for it for their man. Just a little walk, not a huge walk, is it? Where's the guitar? Ooh. Oh, there it is. He just came, he just got back from the shitter and he just walked <laughs> in and just started ripping this. Cool. Oh, dude. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Like a uh, lost Pink Floyd B-side, yeah, right. The B-side to Arnold Lane or something, yeah. And it's it's it, it stands out because even the song structure is not really what we're used to hearing on this album. Mm-hmm. It's just like real pedantic almost. Yeah, what's pedantic and, mean? Yeah, I don't. No, I nailed it. That's probably that's probably the right word. I don't know what it. No, honestly, it was it's stupid. It's like uh. Um, by pandering a little bit. All right. It's real. It's straight down the barrel, almost okay. like a... Like, lowest common denominator. Yeah, yeah, lowest common denominator. All right. So yeah, now let me take it. a few takes at trying to define that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jimmy was hardly anywhere to be found on that. Yeah, it was... That's strange, right? <laughs> He's, uh... Was that cheese nut? Lactose intolerant. <laughs> cheese nut. Oh, crap, man. <laughs> Jimmy, we're going to start another one for you while you're in the bathroom. Yeah, I did it, baby. Yeah, that's fine. I'll be about 30 minutes. This song, One Rainy Wish, it's about a dream that he had, Chris, where he was frolicking under 11 moons and, uh, you know, one of these bullshit things he made up and said it was a dream. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Oh, dig, man. That this is... song's about a dream. It was 11 moons, and I was <laughs> had my toes in the sand of a pink sand beach. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. All the dolphins spoke fluent Cantonese. <gasps> dig, man. They were, they were Chinese dolphins, man. Oh, my God. They oh, it was really groovy. So eyes. groovy. I wrote a song about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you did. You didn't. You're creative, Jimmy. You, you just, get it. Yeah. You're tripping. It's not a bad song, though. Right away. Dude, Mitch Mitchell's going to town on that ride. <laughs> it's like, it's real quick triplets that he's doing on there. Yeah, hanging on to it for a while. I'd be cramping up by now, for sure. Yeah, he plays traditional grip, too. He's not Word? fucking around. No, that guy ain't fucking around. You should keep a third stick in his fro. <laughs> <laughs> Just another one of those nice little. What's so beautiful is what he starts doing with his guitar and vocals. Yeah. They start calling each other. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Waterfall. He's got nice songs yeah. like this. Could have been like Isley Brothers songs, you know? Yeah, keep it going. Sleeping so peacefully. In your hand, a flower play. Doubling his own voice? It sounds like he is. Definitely is right there. I can't say if that's the first time I heard it. But it's, it's very blatant right there. Did you or did you not hear him double his voice on earlier songs in this album? I wasn't, I wasn't listening for it. Now that you brought it up. So, yeah. yeah. A lot of people double their vocals. It's a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> But, but they, they don't. They still elect to do the backup singing on a number of those tracks. Right. Like he didn't sing his own his own backups. Right. He just maybe doubled to thicken it up. Yeah. But I don't think he doubles that much because, like he this is he's singing in in a kind of a traditional meter. Yeah. So you can otherwise. I mean, half the time, like his guitar playing, it's there's so much character and inflection that dude try to double dig. 
<laughs> Try it again, Jimmy. You said Doug that time. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> that just becomes the only word he can say, and it's just he's like his I am Groot. Dude. <laughs> The best person to be around when they drop something. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, what happened, Jimmy? Oh. <laughs> drops his ice cream off his cone. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's where Dave Chappelle gets his words. What? Dig? Yeah. Yeah. This is where... Messy sometimes, just production wise. Yeah, like, I, th- I and I still think it's a great album. But the one that right after Electric Ladyland, they really took everything up a notch. Production wise, it felt like sure they took a whole extra six months to make. <laughs> they didn't try to crank out two in one year. So, have you heard this about the Lost Master tapes and what they had to do? No, I have not. Are you serious? Dig. Damn, you are serious. <laughs> um. Jimmy left him in a taxi. They finished recording this, and Jimmy took a taxi with the master tapes. And he got out of the taxi, and he forgot the master tapes, and they've never been oh, recovered. Oh, dig. <laughs> uh, no, really? Never been recovered. They've never been recovered. Not even recovered. yet? No, not yet. They're gone. So they recorded this album in a night. Wow. Because okay. they had to get it done. Okay, well, that some of the haphazard business going on would make sense then. Yeah, a little bit of uh, janky backgrounds, maybe good enough. <laughs> so a little bit of good enough. Yeah. Hey, you Jimmy, baby, it's yeah. good enough. <laughs> it's a good thing he was Jimmy. Right. Yeah. You know. Wow. That's a tough. That's a tough hang right there. I did not know. That. Record your whole album in a night. Left in the taxi. Your second album. Fuck. What were you high? We, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I left it under a shirt that was the I same color under the, of the taxi. <laughs> left it under the third moon of Neptune. Uh, <laughs> I, I took did. a nap there this afternoon. J- Wait a minute, J- here come some lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Little Miss Lover. More awesome background vocals on this one, right? I think so. Or, oh, I'm thinking a Little Miss no. Strange on the next album. Yeah. That which, never mind. When we cover albums that are better than the second album, then we'll go to that one. <laughs> I love that beat's that not beat. Fun- that's not funky enough, though. He's not up in the cut, man. I can see what you said. I feel like he's in the cut for 1967, <laughs> except for he's not a funk drummer. Yeah, yeah. It's a mean riff. And that apparently is the first time anyone... Went- with a wop pedal, according to Wikipedia. It would go on to like be super good to find the 70s. Right. Yeah, yeah. This first time it's been recorded. Yeah. He was doing this shit in his bedroom for a while. <laughs> That's what got, kick, got kicked out of Little Richard, man. You better yeah. knock that waka waka shit off, man! Woo! <laughs> you find $20. Oh. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a very popular uh, power trio move right there. Yeah, totally. And it's also uh, in- used it. indicative of the, the think, British bobbies in their, in their cars with the horns. I think Sabbath did it. I think Zeppelin did it. The police probably did it. Police backup vocals can be janky live. You know what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not Van Halen, though. No. Not a true power trio, though. Yeah, it's a fun one. Little Miss Lover. There's another one that the Chili Peppers covered. And I almost... Oh, yeah. I kind of almost like the Chili Peppers version better. They lay up in the cut a little harder... Kita sells the sex a little better. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Fair enough. He got to steal all along the watchtower from Bob Dylan. They can steal a little bit. Right. So it, what goes around comes yeah. around a little bit. Too bad he, he never heard what they did. Right? You know. He's, he's alive for three years after this album. Well, really, I mean, two years or so because uh, two and a half. Yeah. Because um, it comes out 
December. So it's just about to turn 1968. And this album will be part of the soundtrack of the cultural landscape of 1968, 1969. Was that like Woodstock, right? And 1970. Still hanging 71. tough in 71. <laughs> <laughs> he died in 72? 70. 70. Oh, yeah. wow. So he went, he went out swinging. Yeah. You know, just, I mean, other than... So Woodstock wouldn't be for like another two years or a year and a half from this album. Right. Wow. He died shortly after Woodstock because he was assassinated. <laughs> Bruce <Hoover>. Lee. <laughs> Bruce Lee assassinated, yeah. yeah. On, on Hoover. Wow, we're taking it back to like the first year of the podcast right there. Yeah. The blood vendetta beef between Bruce Lee and Jimi Hendrix has just reared its ugly head <laughs> for the first time in a decade. He thought we forgot. Who killed who? <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we come to the last and final song on this album. And what a great choice, but end the album on the title track. Good move. And I love yes, this song strong. to pieces, man. This is one of the most gorgeous songs he ever did. And with that. Like the whole idea of these lyrics. Like, I don't think of him as a lyricist too much. Lyrics of the song are great. He's throwing out some colors. He's, he's already got purple armor. He's yeah. already said purple armor. They quietly understand. Once happy turquoise armies lay opposite ready. But wonder why the fight is on. Yeah. It's like uh, Into White by Cat uh, Stevens, where he's describing the painting and the. Yeah. yeah, a lot of colors getting yeah. thrown out. Persona, like characters and their corresponding colors. Yeah, psychedelics, colors. So you think he's done some drugs by this time? I believe so. I think you're right. I think LSD is hard on the streets right now. Oh, tell me, it's coming. Very unsteady for the first go round. My yellow in this case is not so mellow. In fact, I'm trying nice. Oh, yo, is that, a, is that, a, is that a Dion diss? Is, yeah. is, who did that, Dion or Donovan? I can't Donovan. remember. Donovan, is a Donovan yeah. diss? He's like, yeah. yeah. Dion did a couple My yellow is not so mellow, biatch. <laughs> what? And then he had him killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, did you. Donovan. Did you, Donovan hired Bruce Lee. Why is it Cooper? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Nice. Nice. Patsy. I Donovan, you don't fuck Don't fuck with the hurdy gurdy man. Mm-mm. Ever. Jimmy should have known. He knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> the solo is so great, too, man. This is yeah. top five of my Jimmy Hendrix songs of all time. That's a packed top five. And, and it's almost the end of Richard Linkletter's Dazed and Confused. Like oh, Tuesday, Tuesday's gone. It's, it's what you feel like. Skinner stole a little bit of this for Tuesday's for gone. Sure. Yeah, everybody get, everybody took a piece. Everybody. Yeah. He's like Muad'Dib breaking up into the little uh, sand trout. Oh, Jimmy, yes. uh, Jimmy was the god emperor. Scattering to Please. the four winds. Yeah. What? I mean, okay, but, okay, but, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's 27. What if he got to be like 33 and just completely douched out, you know? Nah. Which is probably what would have happened. So maybe, uh, you know. How, how do you, okay, what's douching out? And So he's 27. So you're saying. So him and Clapton are both playing like the Blues Fest and so, they're wearing blazers pushed up to their elbows. Oh, okay. 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 That's what you mean. They're wearing Ray Bans yeah. and it's, it's, it's nighttime. Oh, his hair's short. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, but he's yeah, but it's kind of like, out again. But, but the hairline is like <gasps> receding and he's. Receding. Oh. Yeah. He's got a back fro. Yeah, like, half row. <laughs> he's only got a half row after that. <laughs> it looks and like he, he's going fast all the yeah, time. Yeah, he does it. He does a Pepsi commercial. Like it changes the course <laughs> of history because Michael Jackson doesn't get to do it. So then Jimi Hendrix catches on fire, which is funny because he was playing mm. the song Fire. And then maybe he, Michael Jackson, doesn't get on drugs and touch kids. Yeah, but then maybe Jimmy has the comeback because he, he you know, he does another Pepsi commercial like ten years later, <laughs> and and he's got you know they plan it. Yeah, he would have played Live Aid and. Solved everything in Africa. Oh, yeah, he would have. See? The world probably would have been a better place. Goddamn you, Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
That's, that's some bullshit. That's just jealousy. I'll tell you what, what that is. Heaven would be less of a place not having Jimmy up there. That dude, you know, sore, he'd be sorely missed. Uh, the Pretenders do a bitchin' cover of this song, by the way. If you like, if you like Chris yeah. behind it all. Oh, comes that phase. Yeah. Phaser was new to stereo phase. Phase drum Everybody's doing it right now. Listen to the phase, everyone's just going for it. So we're getting a mono feed into our headphones right now. Oh shit, that's too bad. <laughs> we're gonna be the first recording of this hit being in mono. Yeah. That's how they Here's the mono mix. Yeah. It's ridiculous, I just realized that. Yeah, whatever. What are we supposed to do? It's our cross to bear. Yeah. We're just re- reminding you to listen to this album. This yeah. is a fantastic album. This is our take on it. Anyone from Seattle? It's probably got a soft spot. Soft yes. spot in their hot. A lot of soft spots out there. You got a soft spot in your hot for. Uh... <laughs> oh, you got a soft spot. <laughs> Dig. But, that uh, baby's head's got a soft spot. <laughs> I believe in God. Uh, I didn't think Jimmy really enjoyed his time in Seattle all that much. He doesn't speak too fondly about it, except for when he writes a song about the Spanish castle or what have you. But he's a. Uh, He's the town's favorite son, nonetheless. Yeah. Funny enough, Bruce Lee is kind of a second in there. Right. Strong second. Uh, He was number one for a while. (laughs) He had his moment. (laughs) Yeah. Why it's... uh, How did he do it? How did Bruce Lee do it? Did he choke him out? (laughs) What was it? Quarter blood technique. A a quarter blood technique? Yeah. What is the the quarter blood technique? That's the one uh, Eddie Murphy talks about in uh, Trading Places in prison. It's a quarter blood technique. <laughs> Hit him like a quarter blood fall out of him. Karate man bruise on the inside. Oh, hey. Take it. You're crossing your legs in this chair. <laughs> Darren, it's getting night. Uh, Darren. Yeah. Darren. We got speech impediments this evening. Yeah, yeah. I can dig. Dig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a great second album. I believe. I don't know if it's better that the first album is great i mean okay start a list of Jimi hendrix shitty albums i don't know how do you quantify that it's, it's a great album yeah. and they would only get better mm-hmm. i think um so he has a great second album a third album fourth whatever all his albums are great yeah even the shitty bootlegs get put out of like stuff he didn't even want to put out it's some brilliant shit on there yeah and and you've heard it you've, you've basically heard it all you know, he has a, a... Yeah, how much could possibly be left in the vaults? It's not like he's Prince. We'd be getting new Prince music for 300 well, years. I mean, yeah, I didn't mean to say that. Like, as if he had lived, he wouldn't have done some great music. It's <laughs> fucking blazer. I recovered this. <laughs> <laughs> he would have played on Let's Dance instead of Nile <laughs> Rodgers. It would have been a different world. Holy shit. How many bands he would have just sat in on? Limp Bizkit. Oh, we can't talk about that. On the Baja episode. Men. <laughs> Can we talk about it on the next episode? The Baja Men. Okay. They didn't get a second album. Smoke weed every day.